Hello my friend, welcome to the Optimal Being Podcast. I'm so grateful that you've decided to tune in. In this episode, I need to get something off my chest about spirituality and the perception with which it is viewed. Last year, I was fortunate to visit several places in the world which are known to be quite spiritual, be it LA or Tulum in Mexico or Ibiza in Spain. But in these places, I often saw spirituality being heavily materialized. And I want to remind everyone that spirituality isn't a look, it's an awareness. It's a realization that dictates the way that you live your life. To be spiritual, you don't need to look or act a certain way. It's really a privilege to be able to focus on growing as a spiritual being. And a lot of people, especially right now, don't have this privilege because they are focusing on meeting their basic needs, especially people of color in developing countries around the world. So if you think that you are better than someone, or more quote-unquote spiritual because you go to your $30 meditation class or you have your organic green juice and quote Eckhart Tolle, you have to do some more searching. Don't be fooled by the illusion of what it means to be spiritual. Your cashier may be the most enlightened person you have ever met. I find it fascinating when I'm reading books about people who have had amazing spiritual experiences. The authors would often say that their spiritual guides came to them in the disguise of a homeless person where there are no filters, no ego. So leave your ego to the side and celebrate the differences of one another. Diversity is our superpower. If you think people are doing something wrong because they aren't doing what you think they should be doing, that's coming from a place of judgment, not love, not acceptance. And to illustrate this point, I want to share with you the Indian story of the enlightened butcher. So here it goes. Kaushika was his parents' only son. Mother, he said one day, I want to go off into the jungle and devote myself to spiritual studies. His mother said with concern, but son, your father and I are very old. Your father is so sick he can hardly move. If you go away, what will happen to us? Who will attend to our needs? Kaushika did not listen. He was determined to study the Vedas. His mother cried in vain as she watched her son turn his back on her and leave for the jungle. Eventually, Kaushika acquired great mystical powers. One afternoon, as he was meditating under a tree, a crane flew up and perched herself on a branch above Kaushika. Some bird droppings fell on his head. Kaushika furiously threw a fiery gaze at the crane. The crane immediately fell dead. The sage felt sorry for what he had done. How could I have allowed my anger to take over me that way, he mourned. Later in the day, he went to a village to beg for alms. The lady of the house asked him to wait and went to go get some food. Right then, her husband arrived. She immediately set aside the pot of food that she was taking to the sage and went to attend her husband. After washing his feet, giving him food and attending to his needs, she came back out to give the alms to the sage. The sage was very insulted. You put your husband before a pious sage? Do you know the power of a Brahmin? She calmly replied, Yes, a true Brahmin is he who has mastered his anger. Please do not threaten me. I am not a crane that will die by your fiery gaze. The sage was amazed. How does she know about the crane, he wondered. The lady continued, O holy one, you are a learned Brahmin, but you have not understood the truth about virtue. If you want to be enlightened, go to Dharmavayada who lives in Mathura. The sage thanked the lady and hurried to Mathura. He must be a great and learned sage indeed, Kaushika thought to himself. But when he finally reached Dharmavayada's place, 
He found it to be a butcher shop. A very ordinary looking man came out and said, Welcome, holy one. I am Dharmavayada, the man that you seek. How can a butcher be spiritually enlightened? Kalchika asked in amazement. Dharmavayada smiled and said with compassion, I know the story of the crane and of the woman who sent you here. Come, let us go to my house. The sage could not contain himself and blurted out, But butchering animals is such a sinful profession. Are you not ashamed? I am not, the butcher calmly said. I am engaged in a family trade. I work hard and honestly at it. There is no reason for me to be ashamed of my work. Holy one, continued the butcher, if I do injury to other creatures, so do you as you did to the crane. As we walk on the soil, we are trampling on numerous creatures, nor is the air devoid of creatures. You see that farmer tilling the sand? He is killing so many animals that thrive under the soil. They reached the butcher's house. The butcher's wife was doing her household chores and his two boys were playing. The butcher introduced the sage to his wife and boys. Then the butcher entered the house and touched his parents' feet. Here is a learned Brahmin who has come from a far off place, the butcher told his old father. Welcome, holy one, the father said. Before leaving the room, the butcher remarked, My parents are my gods. My wife and my children attend to them with devotion and love. We consider caring for them to be our greatest duty. In doing one's duty cheerfully lies true virtue. This is what the dutiful wife sent you to learn. O oh, learned one, the butcher continued, you have run away from your responsibilities and deserted your aged father and mother. Spiritual achievement is useless if one has neglected one's dharma or duties. The sage remembered his mother crying, Who will look after us when you are gone, my son? The sage apologized. You have shown me the path of true virtue, the true meaning of dharma. O pious one, I am deeply indebted to you. Kaushika immediately returned to his parents and served them lovingly till the end of their days. I will leave you on that note. And remember, if you enjoyed this, Share it with someone who will also. Thank you so much for listening and remember to share this with one person who needs it. If you are ready to overcome your stress, your anxiety and your limiting beliefs for good and become the person you know you can be, book your free clarity call with me and let's see how we can make that happen for you and join over 150 people who have successfully transformed their lives. But don't take my word for it. Hear about it from some of them. If you're wanting to make some big shifts in your life, definitely consider working with Abed. He's the best. I kid you not, all of my anxiety have gone, all my limiting beliefs have gone. It has transformed my life. It's been months since that session and I've never had a single anxiety attack or panic attack since then. Get ready because this is a life changer. So if you're ready to transform your life, book your free clarity call now.